Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to the Sporting Capital. Been a good show so far. Keep your calls coming on the Harcourt's open line. one 736 736 for all things real estate. Speak to Harcourt's. John Donahoe with you right through until 10 o'clock tonight. We're going to talk a little bit of footy now with one of my favourites. I had this man's footy card when I was a young man growing up. Was an absolute superstar. Former Crows captain, SENSA Brecky host Mark Bickley joins us on the line. Hey, Bix. Hey, good day, John. How are you? Going very well. You excited? You as excited as I am for footy to come back? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, we got a, a minor taste last week, a couple of internal trials over here in Adelaide. But, yeah, it promises to be a really interesting season. Um, some great rivalries, some rivalries of teams that are in, you know, really good shape. You know, thinking of Carlton and Collingwood. You, you think about, um, uh, you know, Collingwood and Essendon maybe. Mm. You know, Essendon on the improve. You think Melbourne are going to be pretty solid again. So I think there's going to be uh, a great season. And then, of course, the question mark around Brisbane and can they take that next step and, and actually not just make the grand final but win one. So um, plenty of talking points, as there always is at the start of the year. Yeah, absolutely. Last year was super tight as well. Do you, re- do you reckon we're set for another big season? Every year there's there's close and, and teams that are, I guess, on the rise. Gold Coast this year, Essendon, as you mentioned. You know, you probably could have said Hawthorne up until a couple of days ago. But are we in for another tight finish, do you think? I would think so. I think that the uh, the gap is getting smaller, particularly around the teams from about you know fifth through to fourteenth. I reckon, <laughs> you know, it depends on whether you have a decent run with injury and and um, and form and availability of your good players. And um, generally, you know, if you can do that, and particularly bank some points early in the year and get some confidence, that that sort of sets you on your way. And I think there's you know like a lot of teams, like I said, probably there's a dozen teams the finish in around that 5th to 14th that all got sort of eyeballs on trying to finish in the top eight, but obviously all of them can't. And there's some other teams like Brisbane and Collingwood and a few others that you think are, are going to go pretty well this year. So, you know, it points to a really close season. Yeah, and there's always a couple of sliders, a couple of improvers. Have you had time to sit down and, and sort of look at lists and think about who might drop, who might improve drastically this year? Well, you think, as you mentioned, Gold Coast, under uh, Dimo will, will get better. Um, you know, they've great recruiting hand as well. They've, they've never been short of talent. So you think with a bit of structure and a bit of belief that they, they'll certainly push up towards the top eight. Um, Adelaide finished outside the eight. I'm a little bit biased there. You, you think, you know, they don't have to do a whole lot more to um, to win a couple of extra games to, to get inside the top eight. Um, yeah, so, you know, the Bulldogs, you know, you you always look at the talent they have on their list and think that, uh, you know, they're always going to be around the mark as well. And, you know, they, they're a team that probably underachieved last year. Fremantle are another one that didn't do really well. And and I think the um, the GWS Giants finished off so strongly last year. And if you recall the halfway mark of the year, they were three wins, seven losses. So if they find their consistency a bit earlier in the season, they could be one that pushes right up to the pointy end. Yeah, I, I agree with you. We're going to get on to the Crows in just a moment, but we, we've seen a number of injuries in the preseason and not, not to mention the Hawks the other day. How, how do you, 
How do you react as a team? I don't know if this ever happened to you when you were at the Crows and you had big preseason injuries. Does it does it bring the club down a little bit and the players think, oh, gee, I can't go in in a practice game in the uh, in the contest because I might get hurt here and, and further deplete our stocks? It's it's such a horrible time for long-term injuries this time of year. Yeah, it is. You know, the grounds are firm. The players are, you know, really fit. They move really fast at this time of year. So it, it does lend itself to getting some of those injuries. But I, I think as a, an athlete, you can't really think about the consequences of those things, you really just have to be focused on what you're trying to do in terms of win the ball, what you're trying to do when you when you have the ball. And I guess the other thing you're looking at is, you know, if players do get injured, you've got to try and, you know, sell the story that it creates opportunities for others to, to be able to, to step up and, and take the opportunity as it arises. So, you know, Sam Mitchell, I'm sure he's a, um, you know, he's a systems-type coach who will say, you know, it's more important about the way we play as opposed to the personnel we have. But, yeah, it makes it difficult when you're, you know, you've lost your, your reigning best and fairest and some of your most attacking players from half-back. That certainly doesn't make your life any easier. No, it certainly doesn't. Let's talk about your former club for a moment. I know they've had some internal stuff and they'll start to really ramp things up over the next uh, week or so. What have you thought of their preseason so far? A lot talked about, obviously just missed out on the finals in controversial fashion last year. How do you expect the Crows to go this year? Yeah, look, I, I think they should um, continue to improve. They've, got a, they've still got a very young list. Um, they had the, the highest scoring forward line last year or the highest scoring team in the competition. So, you know, Taylor Walker was in good form and you've got, you've got Fogarty and Rochelle and Rankin and those types. So, feel like Fogarty, Philthorpe, Rankin, Rochelle are all still, you know, with their, their best footy ahead of them. Uh, Taylor Walker, not so much. If he could get anywhere near matching last year, that would be a bonus. So, you know, you think that's going to work for them. Their midfield is looking like the depth is in improving there with the players like Rochelle and Pedler and, and others, you know, adding to that midfield depth. Probably the area of, of doubt for Adelaide is a little bit sort of down back. They... They look a little bit skinny with um, Duday leaving the club. Nick Murray's out with a, a long-term knee injury. Jordan Butts at the moment is on the sidelines with a hamstring injury. So those key position stocks, they just look a little light in that uh, regard. So um, Murray be back sort of mid-season. Butts should be back after a couple of rounds or close to sort of round one or two. So they just have to see if they can hold up early on until some of those... Mm. Um, sort of tall defensive stocks sort of arrive back into the team. Well, they've got a good opportunity in the first six games to really set themselves up for a big season. The Gold Coast in round one is going to be an interesting test. Geelong in round two, and then they take on Freo, Melbourne, Carlton and Essendon. So within that, some really good challenges to see where they're at at the start of the year, but also some really winnable games. Yeah, most definitely. And, and you know, you're always cautious at the start of the year because you just don't know, you know, how good Essendon will be or how good... Geelong are going to be this year, you know, the Gold Coast as well. So you just have to, you know, focus on the areas of your game that you're looking to improve upon. And I think that is a little bit about, you know, the defence all over the ground for Adelaide. If you're, if you're the high-scoring team and you miss out on the eight, it probably means you've, you've been scored against a little bit. So I know they've worked on that in the pre-season mm. and they'll be looking to, to limit sides, probably, you know, transitioning into defence a bit better and, and a bit more as a whole all across the ground. And if they can do that, and perhaps limit the damage when, you know, the game goes against them. They often scored against heavily, you know, in a five or ten minute period. They concede a number of goals in a row, and that, that was costly. So they're some of the areas they're looking to improve upon. How excited should Crows fans be about uh, Dan Curtin? Because I think the Crows were pretty happy that he, he got all the way through to their pick. 
No doubt. And, and he looks like a beast. I've seen him train a couple of times. He's a big boy for 18 years of age, 197 centimetres. His body's fully developed. Played a little bit on Taylor Walker early on in the trial match, and um, uh, Taylor took one or two marks on him. But then pretty much for the rest of the game, he, he moved slightly around in the different defensive positions and was pretty solid after that. But I think there's probably others that might be just in front of him around round one, but long-term, he is going to be a star player. So I don't think they're going to try and rush uh, Dan at all, and uh, he'll find his level and yeah, he'll, he'll play some senior footy this year. Uh, I have no doubt about that, but when that is, we'll, we'll wait and see. Speaking to former Crows captain, SENSA Brecky host Mark Bickley on the Sporting Capital. Bix, before we let you go, let's go across town for a moment. Uh, you are de- you are in Adelaide, and uh, Port Adelaide seem to be, well, making, a, I guess, a, a run at it after their recruiting in the off-season. They, they filled a lot of needs, and now it looks like they're set to uh, set to have a big season. Yeah, you're right. Their, um, their midfield looks extremely good, doesn't it? You know, if you think about Horn Francis at 20 years of age, he's only going to get better and better. Butters and Rosie, you know, are like Batman and Robin. They're, <laughs> they're two A-grade midfielders who are just moving into the, the prime of their careers at, at 24 years of age. And they just look like they've just got a bit more depth behind the ball. If you add Radigalia and, and uh, Zerk Thatcher... Uh, to Aaliyah, uh, you know, Dan Houston and a few others down back. That that looks like it's been shored up. And, and then, of course, you can um, add Jordan Sweet and, and Ivan Soldo to the ruck department, which, you know, lacked depth last year with the injury to Lysette. And they're starting to look really good. So, you know, I feel like, you know, they finished fifth last year, went out in straight sets in the finals, a bit banged up towards the end of the season. If they can stay a bit more sound, you know, we saw them, win 13 games in a row, which is very difficult to do. I think Port are going to be right up around it uh, in, the, in the top half of the eight again this year. Do you think if they do have a down year, Port Adelaide, do you think the pressure will come back on Ken Hinckley? I, I don't like talking about, you know, coaches and, and getting moved on or anything like that. And we're, we're already talking about Matthew Nix potentially re-signing for the Crows, which is great news. But I guess 10 years in the system for Ken Hinckley, this has got to be a big year for him on field, you would imagine? Yeah, I think so. Look, they re-signed him for two years. Um, you know, like I said, I'm, I feel reasonably confident, and I know Port Adelaide and, and uh, the management and the coaching staff are very bullish about, you know, how the sides train during pre-season, how they think they're going to go. So, you know, I'm, if I'm a Port fan, I wouldn't be all that concerned. Um, I, I think they're going to have a good year, which as long as they're up playing finals and, and contending, I think Ken Hankley's going to be safe. Probably the year after is the one. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, before we let you go, Bix, uh, what is the vibe in Adelaide this time of year? I mean, it's February and we haven't got round one in the books just yet, but is it starting to divide into the different tribes, the Crows and Port Adelaide? What, what's what's the vibes in Adelaide like right now? It's actually pretty good this year because I think both supporters genuine, genuinely believe that their side is going to play fine. So probably hasn't been the case the last couple of years. There's been a little bit of pessimism around Adelaide. Port Adelaide started the year last year with a bit of pessimism and then came good throughout the season. So I think both teams uh, and their supporters are genuinely looking forward to the year. Uh, Crows have had the wood on Port Adelaide in the showdowns. I think they've won their last three at least, I think. So uh, Port Adelaide will be looking to atone for that and actually play each other in an organised trial match uh, this weekend at Albert, actually, this Friday night. So that'll be a good indication of where both teams are sitting. I know they'll play a lot of players, but we'll still get a chance to see both teams perform against some some opposition. 
Yeah, wouldn't uh, something I have really envis- envisioned and and would love to see is a a final between Port Adelaide and Adelaide. A showdown final would be something epic at the Adelaide Oval, and hopefully this is the year. What would that do to the town, Bix? Yeah, there was one in I think it was two thousand and five. Yeah, um, Chad Corns famously said it's the final they've dreamed of after Port Adelaide <laughs> won through. To, to get the right to play Adelaide and then Adelaide ended up winning by over 10 goals. So those words came back to haunt him, but it, it just took the rivalry to a new level. And of course, Chad played the game beautifully and, and um, was fantastic for that rivalry. But it's been a long time between drinks, yeah, so it's almost two decades since that's happened. So, you know, the thought of it, that happened at Footy Park, of course, the thought of it happening at Adelaide Oval is a great one. And who knows? We'll keep our fingers crossed. We might see it this year. Absolutely. Adelaide love their footy, whether it's Port Adelaide or the Crows. Uh, it's going to be a big footy season. Bix, really appreciate you jumping on board, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. And all the best with SEN SA Brecky with uh, with Jared Walsh as well. No problems, Thomas. Mark Bickley there joining us. Former Crows captain here on the Sporting Capital. Keep your calls coming. one 736 More Sporting Capital coming up next.